because you're just shooting dudes and you're slicing them with energy swords like from Halo in like different directions. It's epic. Q. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. I'm on vacation. It just started today. Today was my first day. Uh, doesn't feel like one yet because um, I had a bunch of shit to do. But um, not a bunch of shit, but, you know, we're getting there. I'm going to ease into this vacation. I got 10 days off. It's one of those things with construction. It's like it was completely unplanned, but I'm in between jobs. Um, not like I got laid off, but like, um, you know, that was really hard. And we're going to start this other thing that's really hard. So you better go rest your knees for a week. All right. All right. Okay, boss. It's that kind of thing. So, and they pay the whole thing, so which is nice. I mean, that's awesome. It's kind of weird that it's unexpected because, like, I would have planned like playing certain video games with you during this time. So, well, so we'll talk. You got you got ten days to to plan it out. Nine more days to plan out. Um, I plan on playing a lot of VR. I want to knock out all the VR. So not would, all of it, but like, yeah, a lot. I, of I would love to play a lot of VR with you. Actually, that's what I've spent a lot of time playing. Yeah, and we're on the same schedule these days too. So that's very true. And yeah. we're back. That's pretty good. We're back after a long time, right? We're all here together, yeah. the gang. The gang, gang is back together. <laughs> oh, Bobby's only here in spirit, <laughs> or he will only be a spirit soon. Poor guy, sounds like he's dying. Uh, How are you doing, no, Bobby? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm a little sick here. Got COVID on the way back from Europe. How about that, man? Got that new super strain too. It's a doozy. Um, you think I sound bad now? You should have heard me two days ago. I sounded like a fucking zombie, but uh, that's all right. I had a lot of time to play video games. wasn't too sick to uh, sit on a computer chair and waste a bunch of time playing Hearthstone. So I'm excited to talk about that. Um, at least you didn't get it on the way there, dude. That would have been the worst that's case true. scenario, oh, right? Dude, yeah, you would have been. Yeah, yeah, that would have that would have been terrible. But the the strain that I got was like from Africa, and it's spreading right now all through that area. And it, it, so there's no way, or it's really unlikely I would have caught it over here. Or, and then, or I don't know. I guess I could have caught it while I was out there. But no, I caught it stuffed in a plane with a bunch of other people, like a bunch of sardines, man. You got it. Uh, you have the European strain. It's kind of like in vogue. You you have the new style mm-hmm. before it even got to the U.S., dude. Yeah, that's real classy. <laughs> <laughs> After this podcast, uh, and the FBI is going to come to your house. So, is it official? Can we say that we're going to get a uh, Euro Trip twenty twenty two DLG Con podcast? A DLG Con. Wait, what? what? <laughs> DLG DLG podcast. Oh yeah. Right after our Star Wars podcast, and then our uh, planned audio drama. <laughs> Dude, I do an audio drama. Hell yeah! <laughs> as long as his uh, his vocal cords don't turn into paper mache between here <laughs> yeah. and then, we'll be okay. For sure. Hey, Chris, All we right. got a uh, new patron. Yeah, we got a new patron. Memorize sixty five. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for supporting us. Um, also, uh, people are messaging me and Amanda and. I assume you guys as well. Uh, the Discord and the Patreon thing should work automatically, but sometimes it doesn't. So if you're on the Discord and you think you need a green name, definitely come through and ask us. And also, if you haven't got your t-shirt yet, all you have to do is log into your Patreon. And I sent you a code. It's right there. Get get a shirt. I got a beautiful Movies on the DL one. I think I think it's wonderful. 
So got one with that poppy on it. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, poppy. Oh poppy's hell yeah. Our oh, trademark poppy. image that we've only used for a, such a short amount of time for the best thing we ever did. Of course, yeah. So if you're out there, do it. And if you like the show, you can uh, throw some money our way. Awesome. Uh, All right. Yeah. And if you haven't got a sticker, that's because I'm a fucking doofus. I'm working on it. All money will go to Bobby's uh, recovery fund. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby, do you want to do you want to do it or do you want somebody else to do it? Lead the show. Oh no, it's fine. I'm all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Let's talk about some video games here. Let's get into it, man. It's been long enough. Um, on the radar, games that have come to our attention. The first one I'm going to start off with is Multiversus. Now, this is a game that I saw pop up on the front page of Steam, and also a lot of people are streaming it right now. I watched some Twitch, and uh, it is a platform brawler, much like uh, Super Smash Bros. Yeah. yeah, but it's got all these different characters these different intellectual properties like bugs bunny shaggy scooby-doo uh for some reason lebron is in there too but yeah, yeah it's got all these <laughs> different the people in it. oh yeah that that makes sense yeah it's got yeah. adventure time as well it's the warner brothers suite uh if you will i kind of like when i first saw this popping up everywhere i was dismissive of it because there's so many smash brothers clones that are just like kind of cash grabs um, the Nickelodeon one was just like kind of awful and, you know, it there's was been, terrible. There, yeah, there's been other ones throughout the years, but then I started watching one of my, uh, street fighter streamers, uh, JM Crofts. I was watching him and he, I, it looks like he's doing promoted comp content for it, mm-hmm. but I'm watching the promoted content where he goes, you know, every character and I'm like, Oh, there is a lot depth in this game. There's like a, like a, fair amount each each character has their own things going on like their own um abilities and I, I, they all have their own abilities but they only have they all have their own like sub abilities uh that they have going on like uh things that go on with that are true to that character and uh like let's say Valma she you know once she finds clues i guess fl- clues are kind of floating around just for her but once she collects like three clues i think uh she uses some like investigatability and then she does more damage from then on because she's found out the like weaknesses of everybody but that's, that's just cool. her that's just her everybody else iron giant is huge he's a giant giant uh, uh player on on the screen uh but he both throws out bolts like you know like a bolt like a a bullet and then if you go and recover that bolt he uses the bolts to build his bolt meter once he fills up his bolt meter he can use those to uh become completely invulnerable which he needs because he can't he's so big that nobody's ever going to miss him ever so he has this invulnerability uh but you have to be on the offensive in order to have any defense so anyway yeah it's a well thought out game uh from what i've heard um it's very positive right now with forty one thousand reviews it's free to play uh i haven't downloaded i just haven't played it yet but it's funny, I'm putting, stacking all these things. I got a whole week, and then uh, it's going to be the end of the week, and I'm going to be like, I, I didn't do shit. I didn't play anything. I didn't play anything. Yeah. It, it looks yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I think it looks sure. beautiful, and I've heard a lot of good things uh, about it as well. Um, but, I mean, one of the things that, like, yeah, um, F and Sweet Ray said in the channel or in the Twitch chat that, like, the controls aren't exactly the best. 
So maybe there's some things to work on there, but it does look like it's, yeah, it's open beta. So I'm sure that they hopefully will listen to things like that and kind of improve on the controls. But so far from a lot of people that I've been talking to, because I know I have a lot of friends that have been playing this and looking at it, like they are having a blast. They're like, I haven't had this much fun since Super Smash, you know? So yeah. that's kind of cool. It's high praise. And, um, what was that about three years ago, uh, Bobby? That I did like a review of all the ones that are available on PC, all the mm-hmm. King of the Hill games, and you know they all came up wanting for the most part. Nothing Super Smash, but hey, if we get something close and it has actual cool IP characters, why the fuck not? And free to play, yeah. and nobody's complaining about microtransactions yet. So yes. yet, yet, yes, yeah. Um, so a new mod came out for Skyrim, um, which is shot up to number one on, uh, the mods. What is that? Mod Nexus. And, you yeah, know, Nexus these, mods. these people will not, it's been what, 15 years or something, 10, 12 years, something like that. Um, they won't leave this game alone. They just keep going and going. I, I posted, uh, of graphical video the other day. I could not believe, I could not believe how good it looked. Um, Triple A brand new came out yesterday type graphics, but anyway, this is called uh, Skyrim Together, I believe it's called. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, you can play through the game in co-op up to I believe four players. Um, I don't know how much it, it's in. It's in early access right now or or uh, beta. Um, there are some bugs, uh, but that didn't stop it from. Uh, like yeah, climbing the ranks. People have been trying this for years, and it hasn't really ever panned out. But now it seems that it works. It's crazy. I think, it, I think the main struggle that that like the modders had was the game state for the main quests lining up with everybody at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think these guys cracked the code. Um, I've seen so many like Skyrim multiplayer videos, but a lot of people are saying that this is hands down the best one. Like. Nobody really crashes. The only thing that really affects it is like disconnects. But even then, like, it's not that often. So, I, I would like to try this with somebody. So. Hey, sniper, how far did you get in your vanilla playthrough from like what two years ago? Uh, you, you know, Ryan were supposed to start playing, right? Yeah, we like we that? started playing a couple uh, a couple months ago. Um, I think we're like twenty five percent, like a quarter of the way through the story so far. It's been good. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, I've never beat the game. I told you that before, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've, I've never beat the game. I always become like a blacksmith in that first town and like get married and start a family there. So, yeah, that, that's what that game is for me. So this will be the first time we beat it. Hopefully we do beat it. Um, what is The Lost Wild, Dick? So if you're a big fan of uh, survival horror games like Outlast or Alien Isolation, this is a new one that's coming out. Um, it looks like to be a survival horror game in sort of like a Jurassic Park kind of environment. Um, they The way they described the game and showed some of the gameplay is that you are really not fighting the dinosaurs. You're more tricking them and, and getting them to attack each other or distracting them or intimidating them. Um, you play as a lady um, and you're going through the forest which is kind of interesting for survival horror, right? Like being in a super long, like wide open area compared to like outlast where you're in a little asylum. Um, but it looks really good. Like the graphics and like the motions and like the, the physics, like they look really good. So 
Um, I'm definitely keeping those on this on my radar. I'm a huge fucking dinosaur. Like, like I'll buy any game with dinosaurs in it, really, uh, unless it's like a, a park management one. But have you tried Go Home Dinosaurs? No, what's that? I, <laughs> look it up later. But Bobby has an erection right now. Bobby, is this not fucking the shit? Uh, looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what was the what was that dinosaur game that we all got baited by though? The Stomping Lands. Oh, oh, yeah, the one where you play dinosaur. as the dinosaur? No, no. This uh, game never no. even came out. Um, it, oh, it was looked it the one amazing. that was a asset flip. Is yeah. that the one you're talking about? Yep. It wasn't an asset flip. flip. No, it was just uh, you know it was in like the early days of like Steam Greenlight, I think, and it uh, it looked really really promising, and I guess the developer just disappeared with everybody's money or something like that. Something oh, weird man. happened. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm a little cautious of dinosaur games now, but this does look good. The graphics look really yeah. good. Yeah, they do. Plus, and I kind of feel like Anna Perna, um, the publisher, has been pumping out some really good stuff. I mean, moving along with that, I think that another great game that came out recently that's on my radar from Anna Perna Interactive is uh, Stray. And I know that a lot of people talked about um, and have and have been talking about it. It's rated overwhelmingly positive on Steam. And I definitely made the jump and I played I played probably about an hour of it. It is a short game. I heard that it takes about five hours to finish. But nobody that I've heard from ever said that it was like not worth it. They really enjoyed it and really, really loved it. And it seems to be a really fun and interesting game. I love all the little details that they have of the cats where you can just be like, a little shithead and knock things off like you could knock paint cans <laughs> off and just crash into somebody you can like rip up people's uh um rugs and furniture which is hilarious to me that's very much like a cat but it is like a really good like more story kind of um base game where you get lost and you're trying to get out of this very cyberpunky kind of world where everybody is like a computer person essentially and um i don't know i really love the game so far and i've been definitely enjoying it and enjoying the environment of it but i haven't played it enough to really move it onto my highlights instead so that's why i kept it on my radar but so far it's got really positive reviews and everything how much was it this it is 30 dollars, which i feel is a little on the steep end i think when it goes on sale it's for sure a recommendation when it's on sale but it is kind of one of those things where it's like if you're really craving it and like craving like a really nice atmospheric game because the music is really good in it too and um i think it's solid i think 30 dollars is a little on the high end for a game that only is like five hours long but at the same time it's done so well and so many people love it and i mean i'm loving it so far i don't necessarily feel like it isn't worth 30 i just feel like that's really the max that you know, it should be. Yeah. 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 I'm not on PS five. I think it's a good game. I don't think it's to the level like, um, it knocked off God of war as the 50th best game ever on steam, you know? And I'm just like, I think it, it just hit this cross section of people that love cats and then like, uh, love cyberpunk. And it just kind of like, um, Maybe it gets extra points because it ha- it scratches a couple of itches that people have. Like, there's never been a really good cat game, you know what I mean? And so the internet was built for cats, I'm pretty sure. I've been told that. So, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, I'm sure it's a good game. I don't know if it's like God of War level. I don't, think, I, mean? I don't think it's God of War level. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to say that straight up. I think, I think this is definitely a game that... Um, 
just was really advertised well as well. Like I saw a shit ton of stuff of streamers. Like this was another game that was picked up and really exploded in the streaming community. And I think that really impacted a lot of it because I heard so much hype when I first started playing it and I'm not really sold that the hype was worth it, but it is still like a really awesome and fun and really cute game that I definitely enjoy. But yeah, I agree with you. I definitely don't think it's at a God of War standard that's Level, not fair yeah. yeah that's so not fair to god of war <laughs> speaking, speaking of god of war um as soon as i beat i'm really trying to get into longer games now i've been playing final fantasy 7 uh non-stop uh, that's my next big title after final fantasy 7 which i've been playing you know at least every other night um what is going on what's dinkum i'm hearing i'm hearing people talk on the sides i'm hearing side voices talking about dinkums what are we talking about here bobby uh, Dinkum is a uh, very similar to my time at Porsche, I suppose. It's uh, that type of game, like a, an adventure um, farming simulator, I guess you could call it. Uh, but this takes place in the Outback, which I thought was a really interesting setting for it. It's 3D animated, um, and it's got a pretty similar graphic style to the My Time at Porsche or My Time at Sandrock games. Um, and I always enjoyed those, uh, but I just really like the idea of the setting being in the Australian outback. Plus, it's multiplayer too, and that's really all I got to say about it. It looks pretty cool here. Um, I don't believe this one is out yet, though. What is the uh, release date on this? What's out? Rihanna's oh, it playing it right beside me. She yeah, approaches. that's what I'm talking about, man. That she, <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing her complain about prices and yeah. are dinkums the currency? Yes, the currency Chris? are dinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's it's exactly like uh, God. Oh, Animal Crossing. Animal, you know, yeah. Like you start off a million dinks in debt, and you have to like you know get logging contracts and expand your island, invite people to it. Uh, yeah, Rihanna's played it. I don't know, Rihanna. How many hours have you played this for? Of Dinko? Yeah. I've probably played maybe ten or twelve hours in the last like two days. So, yeah. I don't, whoa how does she like it <laughs> well she loves it. She, like it she she okay. she fucking loves it and i think i might be playing it too because it's up to eight players multiplayer on one island so that's that's awesome what you know for people that's that don't have a awesome. switch yeah how much well, is it what's the decal to uh dink uh conversion rate uh 37 decals to dink at the moment but who knows inflation inflation might ruin that after that dlg bump who knows yeah <laughs> when it's it's funny dude when i i met with a, a listener nyonko in uh in belgium and uh he fucking popped a decal joke on me i like i got this belgian waffle and he's like oh did they take your decals back there i was like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is that bullshit yeah uh, it is for anybody that is curious about uh, Dinkum's price. It is twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Not I might bad. have to pick that up for me and Leslie. We we love old. Animal Crossing. We, I was actually going to talk about it later, but we've been we've been playing nothing but Animal Crossing and some other stuff. Is Animal Crossing? I know it's multiplayer. Like you can go into other people's uh, villages and towns, but is it multiplayer in the sense that you can have like you can both share one space and work together? You can, but it's a little it's a little funky. So you can play on the same island, but all your resources are shared, and, and so like. 
And it's weird because you have to like invite the other person, purchase a plane ticket and like fly mm. to their island. Like it's a whole mm. jumping through hoops. So like eight people on one island multiplayer right off the bat sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, consider this game bought for me. <laughs> it's called Dinkum. Dinkum. Yep. Dinkum. We should all say it at the same Dink. time. Ready? Dinkum on three. One, two, three. Dink. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's next what's next uh well i i guess i'll talk a bit about what i've got uh which uh emilio you might be really interested in this talking about vr uh i've been playing a lot of vr i've been trying to make myself exhausted so that way i can sleep and so i've been playing a shitload of beat saber and uh cybrid and i was going down a rabbit hole of how to get into the modded side of beat saber which essentially you would download this app called SideQuest and through side quest you can get like another thing of bmbf is what it's called uh there are a lot of youtube videos out there and i would definitely advise looking them up for your own thing because it does seem like quest is going to be a little bit different than uh like the index in terms of how these modded stuff's going to work um and i put it on my radar because i can't figure it out just yet uh i keep having this issue where even though i've downloaded songs um they're not truly transferring over to beat saber and i think it's because i am using steam vr that i'm seeming to have an issue so if anybody listening does have any great um suggestions on how to do it especially when you're using a quest going into steam vr like i'd love to hear it um but it looks just so great like the ability to be able to play um custom songs and shit would just be so awesome like holy shit give me eminem like i want to do beat saber to eminem dude like that would be awesome yeah fuck yeah like they as soon as i saw that you could get um (laughs) as soon as i saw that you could play like kendrick lamar's dna song i was like yeah there should be more hip-hop fucking songs on beat saber that would be so sick and so yeah why not hip-hop has so many fucking awesome beats like it has to go on there Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, I mean, there's a lot of them and like the modding community, uh, the modding community for VR seems to be really fantastic as well. I just haven't truly cracked the code, so to say, with it. Um, but side quest is definitely a really cool and helpful thing. It's just, yeah, there's something going on. And I think it's the connection between the modded form on Oculus into Steam VR that I haven't truly figured out yet. But Everybody and should check it out if you're into it. Days, of course, you're doing all of this not to play copywritten uh, songs at all or any kind of protection. Of this course is all- not. Yeah, no, course I not. don't do anything illegally. Um, uh, I am a developer. I'm just developing my developing skills. So, <laughs> right. So I'm on the other side of this. Uh, just, I mean, obviously, I'm on your side of this. But um, you know, we had just set it up, and um, Mila wanted to play, and then there was the. Uh, the Billie Eilish pack. So if you want to go the official route, it's uh, just to give people an idea. I think we got 10 songs and it was twelve ninety nine. And then I ran it by um, um, Mr. Evan Sweet. And he said that, you know, he does it uh, the other way and that, you know, it's great because you have all the songs and it's fantastic, but you could definitely tell the ones, the actual the actual movements that you're uh the the syncing up and the movements that you're doing it's all really well thought out when it's done professionally and then um it's uh a little less so but i would definitely take the other one too i see people doing rap god on yeah. on youtube i've probably watched 10 videos of people doing rap god because it's so impressive 
Well, and that's why I like having both because honestly, uh, I have almost all the music packs because I am obsessed with Beat Saber and um, I bought almost all the music packs. I did not buy the one that has LMFAO and Kendrick Lamar in it because it's rated, oh, it's rated terrible on Steam. Um, But I, dude, the Linkin Park one is fucking awesome. The Green Day one, in my opinion, sucks. Uh, <laughs> Billy, because it's it's just boring. But um, Billy Eilish, I think, is a pretty decent one. The Lady Gaga one, I thought, was really great. But the newest one that they had out, the mixtape one, man, oh, that shit's great. It's like all the fucking. And to me, it's like all the music that I played playing RuneScape, and like it's hard. It's the hardest one, I think. The the latest whatever mixtape that came out. Uh, but they have like the Rude Sandstorm on there, and it's great. Nice. Yeah. Would you recommend that I pick up all the mixtapes then, or just uh, the most recent one? I I would definitely recommend picking up like the latest mixtape because that okay. one's super good. The one with Darude Sandstorm on it is really good, and they have Fatboy Slim on there, and it's it's fantastic. It's oh, very tough. Songs. It's very tough, but it's really good. But I mean, if you were a fan of Lincoln Park, the Lincoln Park one is amazing too. Like I said, and then I thought the Skrillex one is hard and pretty good, but it's also very awkward. There's a lot of things in it that just really don't feel intuitive. I'm at this weird spot where like. I play on hard and it's easier than playing on medium. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, That's well, how Guitar it's Hero in, is for a lot intuitive. of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's intuitive. Yeah, it's, re- it's really uh, weird. I've heard that before that like a lot of beat games and like rhythm games that if you're used to them playing them on the easier difficulties harder. Yeah. So. It could totally be because they're, they're skipping natural beats in order to make it easier you know i did air quotes for nobody because my camera's not on but uh yeah it could be that that like you know the the hard is actually every single beat in the song and then the other one's skipping beats to try to make it easier but anyway uh bobby i'm not going to try to pronounce your next thing here oh really wow okay yeah lee and lee the Land Cool 3. Lee and Lee is a company that's made computer cases forever and ever. I used to always buy Lee and Lee cases back in the day. Um, they're, they're very uh, simple, no-nonsense, really effective cases. Um, I think, no, I, I've had Corsair the last few times, but I'm shopping around right now. I'm looking to build a new computer uh, maybe later in this year after the GTX or the NVIDIA 4000 series comes out, if those are at a... Decent price, not sold out, which it seems like they will be. Um, so this was the case that I was waiting and waiting for, the Landcool 3, the or the Landcool Mesh 3, I should specify. The Mesh 2 was really, really good. Gamers Nexus said it was like one of the best cooling cases of the year it came out. Um, so the third one, I thought I'd wait and see what this one looked like. Excuse me. I did cough there. Um, and it's pretty good. Uh, the reviews are out. The case is not yet for sale, but like they've given it to everybody and, you know, they're all reviewing it on YouTube. Uh, all the people who get like the, the first versions of it. Um, the cooling's pretty good on it. And I don't know, the design is, is pretty good. I'm not a big fan of the windowed cases, but it's either going to be this or the fractal torrent. And the fra- I'm, I might end up going with the fractal torrent. Seems like the GP you cooling is better on it and it's just more of a simple no nonsense case but i don't know i still kind of like the look of this one and it's got uh four uh four slots for three and a half inch hard drives which i actually do need and it's hard to find that in cases these days um but yeah 
excited to finally do another build. It's been four and a half, almost five years since I built That's my last crazy, computer. Crazy, dude. That's yeah, crazy. It's a long time. I feel like Bobby's like looking at reviews and the thing he's in and how much nonsense it has. And he's looking for the lowest nonsense for each case. And these are the two lowest nonsense cases for sure. He's like, well, I, I need ones. Well, my whole idea with the last computer I built was silent. Like I really wanted one that was quiet and I got a small case. The airflow is not very good, but it is very, very quiet. Um, but it is significantly hotter than any computer I've, I've had. It hasn't been a problem. This thing runs 24 seven. It's been doing it for four plus years and ne never really had any issues. So um, I guess it's all right, but I'm really focusing on airflow. I'm going with that that new i9, that Intel i9 processor, which needs a lot of cooling. So, yeah, I have it's going to be expensive. You're, you're, yeah, you're definitely going to need cooling for it. Mm -hmm. Nonsense per right. square inch. I feel like that's a, that's must be a hardware spec somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the RGB stuff, man. <laughs> I can't do the RGB and the super loud stuff. I'm just looking for something super effective. <clears throat> Apparently, got 40, a Go ahead. Apparently, the 40 series, like from what people are saying, the 3070 is better than the 30. I mean, the 4070 is going to be better than the 3080 and 3080 Ti. So it's usually the case, right? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Or 3080 Ti, that would be a huge step. It's, they're I saying mean, that the 37, the 4070 is going to have 12 gigs of like RAM minimum. Uh, and I also, I don't know if it's true, but 800 watts pulling some crazy. I don't Jesus know. Christ. Yeah. They're supposed to drain a ton of power. Like they, they use a whole lot of power. So I'm probably going to have to get another PSU. I Jesus Christ. I got an 850 watt and I thought that was going to be good, but apparently I don't know, man, because I, back in the day, I bought like a 1200 watt and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to SLI eventually, you know, I'm going to run two graphics cards. So I'll just get the bigger power supply. I never did. So when I built the last computer, I was like, oh, 850 is fine. That'll handle one GPU. doesn't matter. I had no idea these new graphics cards were going to be that power hungry and they're just going to keep going up and up. So yeah, I, you of know, I had this thought today when I was looking at the size of the 4000 series and I was like the 40 series. And I'm like, they keep getting bigger and they keep using more electricity. I'm like, is the technology really getting better or are they just getting like, I think more the, 40, the more 40 series more. just has like eight 20 series inside of it. That's all it is. It's just like getting <laughs> more convoluted and taking up more size. That'd be hilarious if that was the case where it's just like a fucking clown car. That's like, hey, wait a second. There's eight 1080s in here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I have the most on the radar, so I guess I'll go first. Uh, I went to the San Diego Comic-Con. I live in San Diego, so it's, um, it's you know, this nice little, like, as if we didn't have enough nice things going on here. Um, we get the best Comic-Con in, in the world, and uh, it's pretty nice, and we have the best zoo. Uh, but I'll stop flexing real quick. Um it's nice, and I've only gone twice. I've lived here like over twenty years. Um, it's, you know, I don't go the way the when I've gone. It's not the way that like I think a lot of people go. They go and watch the keynotes, and you know, that's the you're the very first people to watch the announcements for all this stuff. 
Um, I just kind of hit the showroom floor and go to all the booths and see what people are selling. It's all consumerism, you know? Um, and I took Mila this year and, and Ray took, um, his, uh, stepdaughter and, you know, it's cool to see it through their eyes too. Cause they're like so excited, so excited to see, Hey, there's the thing from the thing. And here's that thing. That, and I was like, yes, they have all the things from all the things. Like it's all here. <laughs> We just have to find it. That's all it is. And so um, it to say this room, uh, I think it's called Hall H. I might be wrong there. Uh, has a lot of items in it. Is is like you can't see one end from the other end. Um, at the very end of it, Ray's like, "Hey, I'm playing Street Fighter Six, which I'm going to get into. Um, come, come hang out. Come, I'm in line." come play bring the girls i was like okay be there in a minute no it was not one minute it was seven minutes of walking and that we weren't <laughs> even all the way across you know it's just jam-packed but none of that bothers me some people don't go just because of the amount of people but i actually like it um and uh the big takeaway for me and you'll see if you uh go to our world famous discord also in san diego um curated in san diego um is the toys the toys are so incredible and lifelike um i took so many pictures of just the toys there's so much other stuff but that, that's really what um impressed me the most um i was gonna tell nick uh, this year was the first time that i saw a bunch of like um non-colored models a lot of like things ready to be painted way more than before and i think that's de definitely a direction that i'm seeing more things go into oh yeah um but yeah, if you like a thing, that thing is there, uh, guaranteed, especially if it's in a little bit of the more geekdom type stuff. Um, it's a fun place to be. Everybody's, uh, the, the, the mood is great. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody wants to be there. It's just, you know, there's all kinds of little stuff going on right there. I almost spent $500 on a Final Fantasy model. Um, Dude, go down one more, one more, dude, and click on uh, Tom Holland's picture. How, does that not look like I'm standing next to Tom Holland? Like, that shit was incredible. It's a wax statue, right? No, it's like just like a statue you can buy, like a bust. Yeah. What the fuck? Real. Yeah. I thought, like, um, somebody wants that in their house? Oh, my God. I bought a uh, gift. Tell me how yep. you could scare the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> I'm not gifts for dude. everybody, but we'll talk about that at next episode when you guys actually come over here. And uh, JP Diddy might be getting something in the mail. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, if, if you have a chance, you should definitely go. Days, uh, you should have went. Yeah, I, I should have, man. Yeah. But um, I didn't. I almost well, had an opportunity to go. Uh, my niece texted me while I was still over in Europe, and she's like, "Hey, I've got tickets for Comic Con. Did you did you want them?" And I was like, "God, dude, wouldn't you know it? I, I haven't been in about maybe four or five years. It's been a while, and I, I've been several times before. But uh, God, it, it would have been nice to go. Yeah. Um, or uh, give your I friend there. one. I would have wanted them." <laughs> <laughs> Or you while, know, your friend. While I was there, uh, we got to play Street Fighter Six. There wasn't very much video games. It was Capcom, Blizzard, and Nintendo, and that was it. And they didn't have giant booths. Blizzard did, but uh, 
anyway, um, yeah, Street Fighter Six had a playable version, and you know, with with a cabinet and the whole thing, and they only had four playable characters. Can you click on the uh, link there? I don't know if it works. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's pr- the best looking. I mean, graphically, um, th- there's tons of detail going on. The um, menu system and everything uh, just looks way better than it's ever ever looked. They're, they do a lot with color in this one. So uh, every character kind of has their assigned color. Uh, I kind of talked about this when this first came out, where um, uh, they were doing heavy black stroke inks for Street Fighter V, and that was kind of like their thing. And now they're going with like full color. Although uh, Ryu, Ryu's color is still like uh, blacks and whites, which is like representative of him like it's just like changing it's all it's all just about you know it's straightforward it's about fighting and that's it and so and uh chun li is uh like blues and yellows and you'll see all these splash colors come up on the screen and while ray and i were playing each other um we both did supers at the same time like ultras or whatever and oh my god did it look fucking amazing like splash my character's colors splash his character's colors and it was almost like you threw two paint buckets at each other and it was like whoever got the whoever had the um what do you call it the priority in that attack got the win but you could see these colors like going at each other it was fucking awesome um yeah i didn't I didn't appreciate it while I was there as much. And then once I started watching more and what they were trying to go, I was like, oh, this totally makes sense. And so, uh, yeah, I'm a little more into it now. And this is probably, unfortunately, going to be a day one purchase for me. <laughs> yeah, think, I'm down. I, I think I want to get back into competitive Street Fighter. There was, a mo- there was a moment where I was playing it a fuck ton and I stopped. But this new one seems like it's it's a lot more... I don't know. I don't want to say learner friendly, but it has a huge roster. It just seems nice, you know. Yeah. Um, another thing that I've never seen in a, in a um, in a fighting game yet was is there's live shoutcasting going on. So, uh, not live. Sorry, pre-recorded shoutcasting. Um, I guess they do this in like the UFC games where like Joe Rogan and them will like you know when you do something they announce it. Well, they got the guys that shoutcast Evo and. Oh, no way. That's yeah, awesome. Dude. And as you're playing, it makes it, And they were doing this while the better players were up on the big screen playing this. It's, it seemed seamless to us. Like, it seemed like it was being shoutcasted. It, it was awesome. He's like, oh, there he goes with the double. Oh, he's going right. Oh, you know, the fucking, the, all the... Uh, the yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. awesome, man. It was really, really cool. Um, I don't know. It's something that you'd play with all the time while you're playing, but while you're playing with a buddy right next to you, I could definitely see that being something that you'd actually use. You could actually pick your caster too, and they have the whole Japanese list and Americans. Pretty oh, cool. Awesome. Pretty cool. They're making I, a lot of right choices. I just hope the game. I mean, it felt good to me, but you know, I got two rounds with it. Beat the shit out of Ray. Just for the records. <laughs> I, it looks um, cool. Yeah. The last time I played, uh, like, uh, like, well, the last time I played Street Fighter, um, like, in a public setting, was at the PlayStation like, conference in San Francisco. And mm-hmm. it was 
uh, it was Street Fighter Five being like you know shown off and stuff, dude. I have never gotten my ass handed to me so hard in a video game than that. And it turns out the guy was like a professional player, and he was just like playing to warm up because there was a tournament the next day. <laughs> and he like he's like being fodder, like, dude. Dude, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? I hit him maybe three times in five rounds, dude. It was humiliating. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. There's Damn. levels to the game, man. That's why Definitely. there's, uh, yeah, there's a point system. All right. Um, I was going to say, speaking next? of levels, yeah. dude, and, you know, different point systems to the game, like, one of the highlights for me that we played even together is FPS chess. Uh, and so with the levels of the game, man, so you're actually playing a round of chess, just for starters. This game is fucking free. Um, and the graphics are ass, but that's fine. Um, because <laughs> you're playing chess, and normally when you would take out like a, another pawn or bishop or rook or whatever, in this game, you duel it out with shooting at each other. Um, so it goes from an actual game of chess to a first-person shooter kind of game. But each piece of the chessboard has different weapons and things. Like, they they did recently just show... Uh, well, right now they're showing, like, the rook that has the sniper. Uh, and that is very fun. And you have different special abilities. Like, I think your shift and I want to say your E does different things depending on what you are. If you're the bishop, you can fly around on angel wings and you're using a shotgun. If you are um, the chariot, then you're using like a bow and arrow, which is just ass. But what's nice is that you can speed through people, which is great. The queen is incredible. It's like <laughs> you have a fucking machine gun and you can grab another piece to block uh, the other person <laughs> shooting yeah. at you. Yeah. Like a hostage. You're holding yeah, like, like a, a hostage. Piece, like a hostage, yeah. And so that Emilio awesome. and I played it, and, and we played a few rounds of it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was so, especially for a free game and, like, just kind of something semi-quick and very fun to, like, play with somebody. I, this game is great. I had I a very know, good time. Think? Yeah, I had a very good time uh, playing, uh, especially since we are talking shit to each other while we are playing. And then um, it's free. Um, I, there is a flaw uh, to it and it's just like a fundamental flaw I don't think they're going to do anything about it but it's like I, I really feel like the piece that's trying to take the other piece should have some sort of a tactical advantage when you go into the uh, like maybe maybe they start on the table so they have the high ground and the other one has to stay in the bottom because what ended up happening is I got my queen over in her nest and she's just throwing all her pieces at my queen but my queen beats her pieces every time so uh, because it's so powerful compared to the other pieces. Uh, they can win, but it's unlikely. You know what I mean? But yeah. other than that, yeah, it's a fun game. Uh, pick it up and play it. Yeah, I highly recommend it. And it's very fun. And I think, you know, depending on who you're playing and stuff, and that's why like one piece would be better suited for another one. Like I, I was playing with my one friend who also did something similar of like just kind of moving his queen into my area but i attacked him with the rook with the sniper and i mean i was able to take him out quick oh, nice. with a sniper shot yeah so i think i just was using bad pieces against you dude <laughs> so, but uh yeah the game is a lot of fun cool yeah speaking uh, of fun definitely recommend yeah well speaking of fun another one that i want to talk about that both you and i played a lot of is uh the anger foot demo dude 
Because that game, to me, it was just a fucking blast of going through and like literally blasting through doors with your angry foot, taking out <laughs> dudes. But yeah, uh, tell, uh, tell us about your experience with that, Emilio. So um, it's also, speaking of free, this is one of the longest demos I've ever played. I think I played for at least an hour. I played 10 levels. Uh, the levels aren't very long. Um, it It's over-stylized. Like, it's fucking just craziness you're you're being attacked by robot i mean uh dinosaurs with like uh spiked bats and guns and they're just like all these they're like hip-hop gangster uh, like guys it doesn't make any sense as soon as they kill you they start twerking and stuff it's hilarious i laughed out loud several times while i was playing this um different things just made me laugh um mostly the dancing the dancing was cracking me up um and, and just this world that you're in you're this like apartment complex that never ends mm-hmm. and um in a lot of ways it's it it's a, it like a um hotline miami type game where you play the game you're like you start to learn where the guys are at and then you you make it the run cooler and cooler uh, by making it faster and faster, so you might kick a barrel into an explosive barrel into these guys, and they'll explode. And then you'll pick up the gun. When the gun runs out of bullets, you throw it at another guy, and he gets dazed only so you could jump, uh, jump at him and kick him in the face. Um, did you get to the point where you got to the the uh, cutscene days? Oh, uh, was it the one of him driving? No, he's sitting with his girlfriend. Oh no, I had not seen that oh, one. It's it's hilarious. He does everything with his feet. Like so he caresses his girlfriend with his feet, he picks up his phone with the feet, he like uh he picks up popcorn pieces and flicks them across the room. And everybody's like a monster or this like weird it's it's just a weird world. Um and then I got to the boss and I fought the first boss and it was both hilarious and difficult. Like that's hard to 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 get both those things in one boss but yeah um a little bit of stress inducing because the fucking techno is just like it's like drum and bass like yeah and uh yeah i don't know uh but for free definitely pick this shit up definitely oh good and then you'll decide if you want to pick up the game again devolver digital doing doing god's work out there absolutely i want to hear like once an episode, I want to hear Emilio's attempt to like to make the sounds that a song makes. It was all <laughs> I've got so much style, dude. You don't even know. You don't even oh, know. Man. So, man, um, recently I have been playing so much Escape from Tarkov, and the reason being is that. Um, I kind of have two friend groups. So I have like kind of have like military friends, then I kind of have like uh, friends that I knew from California and stuff. Well, all my military friends were like, "Hey, we see you playing. Why don't you play with us?" And then I've discovered that essentially these guys go super hardcore in this game. Like they they play like they play for keeps. Like they and it's kind of like unusual for me because I'm like just used to having a good time and just kind of like dicking around and stuff. But I have been playing this game so much. I think I've put 40 hours in the last week in it. And it's, it's, it's like, there's, there's kind of like a stopping point for a lot of people, which I'm definitely going to stop when I get to it. And that's when you hit level 35. 
Um, the, <clears throat> the level that like is like the ultimate stopping point is level 70 because you can get like the final like main item in the game. But to do that, you, you, you will essentially have to play the game as a job. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm level 32 right now, about to be level 33, and it has been a blast. Like, I haven't I haven't had this much fun playing the game in a while, so. Not just that, Nick, but think about the value you've gotten out of this game. How much money have you put into this game? So the version of the game that I bought, because there's four versions, there's, you know, there's kind of like a super Chad version where you get all the DLC in the future for free. I mean, not for free, you're really paying for it up front. Um, there's like two other ones and then there's like the basic, like $25 version. The version I bought was $95. Um, and I got it on sale for 75. And so, yeah, I've been playing this game for like almost four years, a little bit longer than that, actually. Yeah. It's a steal for hours played. It's a steal. Yeah. And like when people ask like, Oh, what's, what's the best shooter game? And then the hands, hands down is Tarkov. Like it, it, the reason, and a lot of people get mad at that, like especially Call of Duty guys, and it's because oh, the game is quote unquote too slow. When in my eyes, it's like the perfect mixture between reality and survival and stuff like that. So, it, like I, I've had the conversation hundreds of times of like you know which one's better and all this other stuff. But yeah, I, I can't stop playing it. Nice man, it's so fuck. It's I'm almost jealous because like a game that you love is getting better. That's cr- after four years, dude. The the, when does the that happen? One, the one point Skyrim is gonna be insane because it's gonna change the game like fundamentally. So right now, every time you like go into a game, you fight some people, you do some stuff, like whatever you need to do, like whatever quests you have, and then you like you extract right. But the uh, the idea for like what is supposed to come when the 1.0 comes out is that all the maps are essentially together and to be able to like go to certain vendors and stuff, you have to go to that map and extract at that map. So if you need, if you need to go buy medical supplies, you need to go to the map where the medical supplies lady like works at. And so you have to go there, get to safety, extract, and then you can buy medical stuff. Like it's going to be even more hardcore than it is now. All the maps are going to be one big world. Is that what you're saying? Kind of. So they they said that they can't do all the maps in one thing because essentially like a hundred and something people on the in the game would essentially crash it. The way it works is that some of the maps are going to be spawn points and some of the maps are going to be combined. And so, um, the the main thing that they're waiting for is this map called Streets of Tarkov, which is this map that is bringing in a a vehicle and a helicopter like it like it's stuff that's not even in the game yet i mean like it's been shown but it's stuff that's like inconceivable to people to see like an apc driving around the streets and blowing people the fuck up and it's uh a lot of people are excited like because i've been playing this game since like the the medical kits were fucking png images and they were flat you know and now you can examine them and twirl them around and like while you're examining them and looking at the details and stuff. So yeah. Damn. There's another game that's exactly like Tarkov. It's called Hearthstone. Uh, Bobby has that been going for you. <laughs> Hearthstone. Yeah. I jumped back into Hearthstone, but not, 
not the uh, typical version of Hearthstone. Apparently, there's this new version of it, a new game mode, I should say, called Mercenaries. And I started playing that. And this is like an RPG, you know, card-based combat still, turn-based. Um, you get different characters, you level them up, they get different abilities, you level those up. Um, you progress through more and more levels. Yeah, it's like an RPG. Uh, it's What I've always liked about Hearthstone is the single-player content. I never liked the multiplayer. And for the longest time, that's all there was. Um, that's why I never really played much of the game. Um, and then they had, they started coming out with some single player content. Now they have this entire new game mode. Uh, and honestly, I got to say, it's not that great. I mean, it's very grindy, but I feel like every Blizzard game is, you know, it's just like their mark now. Um, it was really nice to be able to play it when I was sick and just like play something that was just like very, uh, not <clears throat> very undemanding mentally so i think it helped with that but the minute i started feeling better i was just like what am i doing <laughs> like i'm just <laughs> like i'm i totally realized i was caught up in the cycle like i'm i'm playing to to get the upgrade uh, or to like i don't know to like level something up for absolutely no reason you know i'm just caught in the, the grind cycle um and it, uh, it just wasn't having that much much fun with it uh, but it is interesting. I'm glad they're still trying to do single player content with with this, and um, you know, it it does seem to be pretty popular. Like it's got its own Reddit page, and you know, people are uh, they, people are putting out YouTube videos on strategies and all this and that. And like, it's um, I don't know. I guess it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it looks it definitely looks unique. Like I've never seen anything like that i used to it is it is unique because i'm like trying to describe it and i'm trying to think of other things like it that i could compare it to and it's really difficult it's still got like that hearthstone like back and forth combat with like using abilities and stuff but you have multiple like characters like you throw down three characters and then you go up against like a bunch of other ones and you know there's different character classes and it's all it's all your um warcraft characters that you know and love do we have video of the gameplay itself? Oh yeah, it's all over YouTube. You can uh As well, is this team fight tactics kind of thing? Like No, it looks like the regular Hearthstone table, but oh, imagine okay. multiple characters on the table that are mm. now fighting. Okay. That's yeah, that that sounds awesome. Yeah. It, it's not too bad. I don't know. I, I I guess I had fun with it for a pretty good amount of time, but then I just kind of like hit a point where I was just like, no, nah, I can't. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> because they do kind of, <laughs> excuse me, they, they do kind of push you into some microtransactions. So you could sit there and you can grind for um, forever ever. and ever. And it takes a long time, dude. I'm telling you, I spent, I had a lot of time on my hands, man. <laughs> So I've been trapped inside of my house for like five straight days. <laughs> um, and I seriously was just trying to like pass the time as best I could. And this, this was it. So I, I put in quite a few hours and, um, and I could have just spent like, you know, like 15, 20 bucks and just save myself quite a bit of time here. And it's unfortunate when a game's like that. Absolutely. 
They uh, did you guys see the numbers for how much Diablo Immortal brought in? And it's oh, first oh, probably making... too much. Yeah, I heard it was 100, a lot. Hundred million. Um, I just read an article. Uh, I might have known about it uh, ahead of time because I have an insider. But um, mm. this guy fucking wailed so hard. He spent so much money, a hundred thousand dollars, that uh, he no longer can PVP because his elo is up. So the, he can't match make anybody because his uh, he just he priced himself out. It's just like uh, crazy. He bought himself a space station. Now he has no friends. <laughs> Basically, sounds like he and, won. Yeah, he won. Yeah. He won the game. Hundred grand. That's what it cost. Yeah. He won He's like, game. I finally got there. Have you? I, it's I've seen something that's really weird and I, I I don't like it because of kind of like the implication of it. I've seen people, for example, when Halo Infinite came out, people were buying all the content in Halo Infinite to make YouTube content. Does that make sense? Like they they were they were buying it so they can be like, oh, this is how much you need. Like this is what this thing looks like at this le- like mm-hmm. at this level when you get it. And so many people were trying to like do that that like you know they obviously made thousands and thousands of dollars you know yeah so uh, days you've been playing more VR obviously uh, yeah <laughs> what's Pavlov so uh, the next two games that I played uh, were VR Pavlov VR to me is probably the closest thing I'd say you can get to Call of Duty uh, in VR, especially since you can play some of the Call of Duty maps. So, like, I joined with my one buddy that I've played Call of Duty with a few times, and we played a map on Rust. I couldn't figure out, or maybe I wasn't um, high enough level to create my own loadout, so I just had to do whatever random guns they gave me, and I fucking hate that, because then I'd sit there with, like, a Car 98, and I'm like, Oh, I am ass at this game, and then just get fucking annihilated because I I like to do more assault rifles and SMGs. So, <laughs> so that's not not my uh, style of playing. But this game is a lot of fun, and it's very cool. And I I do really like a lot of um the style and the way that it is done, just in the sense that like you grab at your chest like a grenade and then pull the pin and then throw it like you're physically doing these things. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. And it's super fun and awesome. Um, I really enjoyed how well the game ran for like a VR first person shooter, because I feel like that is quite a task to take on and do it successfully. Um, And I do think that they did a solid job because there was a Steam VR fest that was going on until like July 25th. And this was one of the games that I bought. It was like half off. And I was like, all right, I'll buy it. I'll play this. And it's a lot of fun. Sometimes there's like some really weird wonky shit with uh, reloading your gun. I've noticed there's been kind of some hiccups with that. And then on a map like Rust, dude, it's it's fucking chaos because it's such a small map that there's so many times where you just load in and die. <laughs> so um, I have heard that it's essentially just like Pavlov is CSGO, and that's what uh, Ray is saying as well. But I, I never, yes. unfortunately, was never into CSGO, so like I can't compare it. Um, but to me, it does kind of hit that need and that itch of 
like what Call of Duty did, but in such a cool, like immersive way. My only complaint is that like, and thankfully, like as dudes, I don't think you guys would have this. And maybe some of you men have this issue, but like not all of them. But like the the specifically the grenade and the knife, I like really struggle to get through because I I can't. <laughs> yeah, because you know where this is going. Like I, my chest, yeah, like I I can't get through my fucking chest to where it is in VR. So it's like it doesn't recognize. So there's been some times where I tried to grab a grenade and it's just like nothing and nothing, and then I'm like, oh, I had to like really press into myself to get it so that's you're- just like a minor <laughs> issue <laughs> but i love how you're like i had to really dig deep in myself to grab this grenade i did kill somebody yeah. kill somebody As, I had if to you really- want i could come over and help you grab your grenades oh and, fuck uh, out of here <laughs> I think no. what is funny is like you like you know this is obviously terrible but like it, it's like are you are you do you have breasts or not how big are they? And then it adjusts like where the grenades are. So you don't have to grab your boobs every time. Yeah. It's very awkward. That's my only complaint. I think with the game that, and like I said, the little, the reload is a little, a little kind of odd and awkward just in the way the hands work. There's been a few times where I've tried to reload and like, it just, it isn't registering, but that's just minor issues. I think for what you get out of this game, it's definitely not an issue and really cool I, I definitely really enjoy pavlov and i'm looking forward to playing more of it but yeah it's intense and it's just it's a lot of fucking fun though it's cool i like being able to lean over the side and like shoot stuff and i feel like it's pretty accurate uh and lines up with the site pretty well and so i definitely enjoy that it, it by the way it was a uh, counter-strike mod for the longest time and then it became a game oh that's cool yeah it's why all the counter-strike maps are in it a bunch of counter-strike guns are in it but you know a lot more. Well, I remember the tied. name. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a. Uh, it, yeah, it when it came out, it was awful. Like I mean, like people were dropping their guns all the time, like all this other stuff, and then like it, it's been really polished since. I've been keeping track of it. It's one of the reasons why I would buy VR since it. Well, hopefully, eventually you will get VR, and I'd absolutely play this game with you, dude. Hell yeah, I got you boobs too, so models. I can. I'd be, if you can stop buying models for seventy two hours, dude, you could probably have the money. Hey, I, I got a I got a really good model you could buy, dude. It's called um the Oculus model. <laughs> it oh, comes yeah, in the quest go. too. Yeah, you'd love it. It's great. Yeah, it's like three hundred bucks, right? I saw it at Costco today. It was like three hundred, I think. The right? uh, did you guys see the leaked specs for the new the new quest, the quest pro? No. no. It's supposed to be a thousand to a thousand four hundred dollars. Here we it's go. Like, Here we go with the like sniper. Even looks tired of fact checking you, dude. Like he he looks exhausted. Go ahead, yeah. bring it down. Yeah. Bring it down. Um, <laughs> Thank well, you. Moving move along, but moving along. And uh, speaking of exhaust, are you exhausted yet, Emilio, of playing Final Fantasy VII remake? There, I I won't lie. There was a little bit of uh, fatigue at some point uh, when I was like. Because half half of the combat is like menus, you know, because mm. you're going. It's like a turn based game. Half half of the combat is turn based. Uh, but then I realized that there's quick menus uh, or quick controls. You can hold L two and hit triangle or or square, and it'll do the ability that you want to do. So it is it take that right out right out of the thing. It's almost like doing a Street Fighter uh, Hadouken or something. Um, that that was pretty cool. Um, I continue to look up tips and tricks because i'm like i'm I'm winning i'm doing okay but i'm like 
I bet I'm not doing this as good as I could. Um, I also got the ultra wide mod, um, installed that. Look at that. We haven't start, talked about mods in forever and days. And I both modded something, um, last or in the last week or so. Um, you know, Fuck it's yeah. easy, man. If you can fucking, if you can drop and drag files, you can build a website. No, it's it just, that, that's all you have to do. You have to download the file, put them in the right files and there you modded your game. And this improved it so much. I had these giant black bars on each side because I have an ultra wide monitor. And, um, after the mod, everything was working fantastic. Um, the, you can also fuck with the shaders cause there's not a whole lot of, um, graphic options, graphic in settings. This. but it does look great. I mean, it looks great on its own. Um, I just wide it out, and it looks great. So um, my first, I, I'm, I'm getting close. I want to say I'm probably 80% of the way through. I might get really close tonight to finishing it, um, but we'll see. Nice. Are you going to get part um, two? Uh, I, I go back and forth, but I don't know. I'll know when it comes out. Like It depends on where I'm at in gaming-wise and stuff. Um. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, and there was a whole drag uh, scene I was telling Sam. Oh, uh, yeah. I was telling <laughs> Days about, which, by the way, one of the toys at Comic-Con was him in full drag, Cloud in full drag, which I thought was awesome. Uh, yeah, isn't it awesome. like in a bar, like all the dudes are in drag? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's singing a song, and he's talking about how like gender has no place in art and stuff. And I was like, oh, that, I tend to agree. Um. Also, during uh, Prime Day, I bought a couple of peripherals. Uh, I bought the Corsair Virtuoso RGB. That's my new headset. It's a wireless headset. Um, I spent a little more than I, a lot more than I've ever spent on a headset. But you know, I wanted something with a good microphone and that was wireless. I go back and forth between wireless, and I guess you guys can be the uh, judge. I, do I? If you like the way I sound, that's a that's a wireless headset that you're listening to right now. So I think it sounds great. Um, yeah, it's good. It's about 200 bucks, and I think it was totally worth it. It's ultra lightweight, uh, very comfortable. Mm. I think it looks sleek and cool. Um, solid design, and, and um, like uh, you, could, you could tell that it's uh, quality materials. Um, I, no, no complaints there. Um, the other thing that I bought was an EVGA uh, Z15 RGB uh, gaming keyboard. Um, it's a little more clickety clackety that I would like, uh, but other than that, it's great. It's a hundred dollars off. It was a hundred dollars off for Prime Day. It's right now it's sixty nine percent off. I don't know why. It's maybe maybe people think it's a piece of shit, but it's it's like rated five stars. Um, uh, it the number one thing for me was the volume button on the. There's a big flat volume button that doesn't get in the way that's on the top right corner um john told me about his he's like dude you got to get one of these things it's like you never have problems with the fucking volume you don't have to go into your settings to change the volume like it's just like it, it's just always there it's so easy and yeah it's i'm looking at it right now it's like two and a half inches wide you can't miss it you don't even have to look you, you just like your hands right there and you just boop 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 and you're right where you want need to be so um i'm digging that i'm not using any of the other shit that it does but for i got it for like 35 bucks it was i, I think it's much better than a 35 dollar keyboard nice. so, I mean, if, if that's yeah. the case and shit yeah you know i love i love keyboards with volume like knobs on them because like a keyboard that i used for like six years was the k55 
but it had like the volume knob on it. And like, I, I wish I bought that, that, the keyboard again, I bought a razor and it's not bad. Like it's not bad in any sense of the word, but I just missed that volume button. Yeah. Yeah. It, it comes in handy. Uh, like you wouldn't think it would because like, um, my headset has a fucking volume button. Duh. I'm not always on my headset. I'm probably half of the time I'm using my headset. It's just handy. It's really, really handy. Um, Days, you got the last one. Yeah, the last one is, uh, I don't know, man. I love it and not so much at the same time. Uh, so I'm talking about Drums Rock, continuing with the VR theme. Um, this game, I feel, has so much potential. So I'll start with the good. Um, the good is that this is the first time that I have really kind of felt that something's taken a really good swing at replacing like a Guitar Hero kind of setup. Um, it feels a lot like Guitar Hero. And I mean, it looks like it, especially the font and shit with it. But you're basically playing a drum set in VR. And Ooh. it there's so much on the technical side of this game that works super well. I'm going to start with that. There is a free demo. So if you're on the fence about it, like get the free demo and try that yourself. Um, and it's it's great. Like you have the, you know, four drums and two cymbals and you have your drumsticks that you pull from behind you. You can throw your drumsticks onto the drums they'll they'll hit it spin back at you you can grab them again and play and it'll give you even more of a multiplayer uh, multiplier or whatever when you're beating stuff so these demons are coming towards you and you have to hit them on the beat in order to push them away and the game is designed beautifully like it looks wonderful it plays really well like it does line up with the beat my only complaint is that the songs themselves are lame (laughs) so it would be like having the most amazing running guitar hero but it's only like john mayer is the songs or something you know what i mean like it's it's so this game (laughs) you just looked into that camera you look at john mayer like fuck you but you get what i'm saying like you would you would join yeah like this game has so much potential i joined in this being like oh my god could you imagine like playing tool on this or like any any kind of metal would be awesome to play this fucking this seems like a metal fucking game and i'm super down for it and they just have you in the campaign play i love rock and roll like four fucking times as a part of the campaign and i'm like i don't hate this song but like why do you keep making me play it like it's you know what I mean? And it's, it's so and it's so basic. Like it's I don't know. I feel like there's so much potential for this game, and I really hope that they add better music. A lot of the music they made themselves, which makes me feel even more a little savage, saying that it kind of is not that great. But <laughs> um, I know I'm sorry, such a douche. Um, but I just feel like there's so much potential, and like you can definitely tell that uh, I, they put a lot of money, time, and effort into the way this game plays, and I'm super happy that I have it. And it's a lot of fun to play it. I just, yeah, I really hope they start adding more music and different music. Like I said, I'd love to see some actual metal in this. I think that would be perfect for it. Um, and just obviously, hopefully with the money that they're making, they can buy the, the you know, the sound rights to putting like more known songs on here. That what? would be great you're that saying, people would want to play. You're saying Fearless Honey Badger wasn't... Uh... Wasn't a fucking no. banger. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like, I'm super conflicted with this game because on one hand I love the game, but like I just have an issue with the songs themselves, which is kind of like the cornerstone of how these fucking games work. So it's you know a bummer. 
<laughs> but it is super cool. Like one of the like when you beat the boss, it's this massive um devil that erupts up and you have to fight like him using the drums. And so it's it's super fun and really, really, like I said, well made and well done. I just, man, please put some better songs on there. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Oof, but it is rated very positive, and if you wanted to buy it yourself, it's twenty dollars. Um, it does look like they are updating and adding more songs and adding more things, which is really cool. And I do give them some props for like adding their own music on there, but I really hope that they add um just other music on there too. <laughs> now she's just so so on rock and roll. I'm so <laughs> she went from loving it to this like if that's their only one good song that they paid for. That's unfortunate. It is. It's the only, it's the, all, it's so, I Love Rock and Roll is the only song I think that they paid for. All the other ones are ones that they made and like, it's okay. Um, and, and like I said, the game, it luckily is a lot of fun, but I just remember like, I could play guitar and I still could play Guitar Hero for fucking hours. You know what I mean? Because I love, like, I loved playing so many of the songs, like War Pigs. I loved playing bass guitar on War Pigs. Like, that, and, when Rock Band came out, playing System of a Down, I loved that shit, dude. So it's like to have something like that again now would just be, I think, incredible. And I feel like they really could do something like that for VR. And so I just got super excited. Like, what a great idea to do essentially Guitar Hero, but for drum set on VR. That's genius. And it's just it fell a little short just because, yeah, the only song you recognize is I Love Rock and Roll, which is fine, but it's just like, boom, boom, chee, boom. Uh, lo- it's the same shit, dude. Like, and it's over and over again. <laughs> so, I feel like then- I, took, I took Mila to watch a superhero movie, and she's like, there's no Captain America. There's no Wonder Woman. There's just this guy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> not everybody has the money <laughs> for those people. No, yeah. And I feel a little bad shit now because I can definitely tell that. No, they but it's true, though. The- yeah. yeah. And, and they definitely put all the money, I think, into just making this game run so well and polished and be great. And I certainly respect that. But like I said, I hope that with the future money, they buy the rights to some songs that people like really recognize and can resonate with because then this game really will go very far with that. I'm going to take a clip of that segment and send it to them. I, oh, I, no. I they're going to hate that. No, I find a lot of the... I don't think <laughs> I don't think they will. Everyone I've reached out to like directly with a clip of us like covering their uh, VR game have been like super appreciated. Uh, super... Because like, not a lot of people are playing their games, you know? Honestly, like the VR scene is small in general. Um, yeah. So any bit of feedback is cool. Like that other game, that synth one where you're running around. Oh, Cybrid, dude! I yeah. fucking love Cybrid. That game is—I played a lot of that game. I didn't want to—I co- didn't want to cover too much of all the VR games I played, but Cybrid, <laughs> man. Well, because uh, so I optimized my laptop to actually be able to run Beat Saber and Cybrid. I wasn't able to play those for a very long time, but I changed the registry and I kind of fixed some things to optimize my computer so I could run VR better. And that's all it was. To to think that I almost bought a new fucking computer when all I had to do was give my own a little TLC. Yeah, like because now everything runs great on it and so like i'm playing cyber all the time dude i love that game like that game is just amazing um certainly check that one out dude because that's like the best parts of beat saber combined with the best parts of pistol whip so because you're just shooting dudes and you're slicing them with energy swords like from halo in like different directions it's epic but 
this game, I think, just has so much potential, though. The drums rock like it has so much potential. Just want them to add cooler fucking songs. Just add more songs. I want more. Maybe they'll have a Napster mod and it'll just work. <laughs> just have an auto pirate. <laughs> yeah. Built in. It'll be cheaper than uh, buying all those. Who knows what that kind of st- Bobby, do you have any idea what like it costs to license a song for a, for whatever? Uh, I don't. You know, I listen to a podcast, uh, that Office Ladies podcast, and they always talk about when they have to license music, and the cost is outrageous, sometimes ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. But this, that's a number one hit TV show. You know, that's different than a, a video game. Um, so I, I think you got to work out a deal. It's not the same price for everybody, right? You got to work out a deal with, um, with the company and like what you're going to use it for. But yeah, it's, it's not cheap to license music, especially depending on what type of music it is. You know, if it's like the Beatles or something, it's obviously yeah. going to be a lot more expensive than something lesser known. Yeah. I just want to see these guys blow up to the point where like they can easily afford all of those amazing uh songs that would just really be epic on a on a a video game like this because like i said this game is is made really really well and it plays really well and it's super fun and i just i just want better songs is all you know more of them like think the ones that they have on there now are okay but like it's they definitely could have the potential of having something really incredible with um some more recognizable songs on there, you know? More than I love rock and roll. And I do love rock and roll, but played a little too much. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, Are we getting into listener questions? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. First one comes from Old Man Dave. What NPC would you most want to hang out with? Tifa Lockhart. Um, just, we have a lot of things in common. She's a cool chick, you know, I'm sure we would just like play video games together. That's all. That's all (laughs) completely platonic, nothing weird. No, she's a blow up fuck doll, man. She's crazy hot. Like (laughs) I couldn't even be in the same room with her. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't know. Somebody, somebody I would actually want to hang out with maybe like, maybe, uh, who's the half-life guy? Uh, <laughs> Gordon Freeman? Yeah, like after G-Man. his adventures. Like after his adventures, it's like to tell me where he's been and what he's done and the crazy science that went into it. That'd be a fucking coffee talk, huh? That'd be insane. He'd be like, yeah. And then these these things came out and they fucking scream. And, yeah, it'd be awesome. Nice. Okay. But he says NPC, so non-player character. I don't know. I feel like that kind of limits us. Oh, you're true. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Um, I would, I would want to hang out with uh, Jib, the dark elf thief that you meet first when you're on the uh, ship in Morrowind. Because <laughs> he seems like he's a, a nice man. I get that he's a thief, but he's <laughs> and he's just wearing common pants, you know. But uh, he <laughs> seems like a, a nice dude, you know, because he's just like, "Wake up, we're here. Are you okay?" Like, and he he seems super. I don't know. I, he was always like such a important npc to me growing up especially playing morrowind all the time so yeah i don't know jib jib and jim could jib could get it so yeah it's <laughs> he he's the one i'd it. want to hang out with <laughs> a sniper read uh, my mind here he read my mind i was just gonna see the cheese vendor no one has as many friends as the man oh the one from cheeses. divinity yeah 
Yeah, the one that stepped on the line there, Dick. They're <laughs> stepping all over the lines, Nick. Uh, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. That guy. You Not think in it'd the get old? For you, you think it'd get old, but it just doesn't. So. Yeah, I, it definitely gets old when you're in town for fucking an hour. But uh, yeah, nope. then you, then you, later on you're thinking about it. Like, I am in the mood for cheese. <laughs> Get some block of Tillam look. You're like, up. Oh, it's time. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, I would probably do the cat vendor from uh from Elder Scrolls, the one that's always trying to sell you shit illegally. Yeah. What's his name from Skyrim? Um, he just seems like the fucking du- most dubious character, and he can steal anything you like. You know, want. he's also probably got some like crazy stories. Yeah, you know? he's also a fucking cat person. So you know, if, Khajiit has wares. If you want to be completely honest, yeah. Uh, you have one for this sniper? Maybe we'll see. Khajiit has wares. If you have mm. coins, perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Our next question from Zap. How did you expect us to survive with no new regular episodes for two weeks? We've never done that before, man. Never, never yeah. yeah. Uh, we banked an episode before when you went to Spain or Portugal. We mm. we banked one. Um, yeah. That was a cool episode. It's pretty rare that we do that, though. In the uh, eight or nine years we've been doing this, we've been pretty consistent, and we don't we don't record these like months earlier and like edit the like. There's not a process here, guys. Like we're recording this on Monday; it's going live in like ten hours. You know, <laughs> yeah. I nearly yeah, didn't post tell. it, or I didn't post it at all. I forgot to post it before I left for my plane trip. <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck, these episodes aren't scheduled." But uh, luckily, Bobby came in and and scheduled. And I feel like. I titled them do not listen, right? Just so that, you know, people know, like, you're here for it or you're not. You know, usually our interview episodes that when we were doing developer interviews before got half as many views. And these ones kind of the same thing as a a normal episode. So I think they were well enjoyed. But yeah, obviously not the sauce people come here for. It's not for everybody. Uh, Zap also asks, what's one game or series for a certain developer that you have to play when a new game comes out, no matter what the reviews are? It's tough because uh, I always say that like developers are not the same people, you know? Yeah. If it's five years later, 10 years later, they could have, they could have cycled through a bunch of employees and got a whole new people. It says the same name on the company name, but does it mean that those are the same people with the same passion in the same place? It really doesn't mean much. It's, um, but sometimes it does. So, um, something like Larian Studios um, would probably, yeah, I'd be like, wow, is this possible that it's not doing well? Like, I, I yeah, I'd have to check it out. Hmm. Well, my like, is, oh, good. I would have said, I would have said, uh, Red, red, uh, CD, CD Project Red, but then they, you know, they put out a stinker, uh, uh way too early, uh, which is apparently a good game now, but, um, yeah, yeah apparently it it's red. an amazing game, yeah, yeah. Mine's, uh, Kojima Productions. I mean, like, he's made, you know, multiple of my top, you know, 10 games of all time, and, uh, it's just, I don't know, like, you can put out anything, like, you put out Death Stranding, I'm like, you know what? Is an interesting game. I have fun. 
and I don't know what I think now, but my brain hurts, but it was worth the 60 bucks. Yeah. And like, so it's like any, anything that he puts out, cause obviously he's he- like, he's heading the production. And so, yeah, like I, I, if he puts out like a fucking waifu dating simulator, I'm like, all right, I'll play. It's probably going to have some twists and turns and shit. Yeah. But, space whales. Yeah, space so whales. out there, man. Uh, days. Yeah, for me, um, a game that's in a series that I would have to play when a new game come out is definitely going to be the Elder Scrolls. But for a developer, I've been really impressed with almost everything that Devolver uh, Studios is putting out or Devolver. Because, like, yeah, like just even the angry foot of what we've been covering and then Tentacular was phenomenal. Like, go- like there's so many of the games that they put out are just incredible that I would definitely play those from that developer. But a game in a in a set of series it's yeah it's elder scrolls all day they could put out a pile of shit that's just the elder scrolls kajit poop and i'd be like sweet sign me up <laughs> this kajit's got shit like yeah like i'd be super down with that so <laughs> yeah hey, i gotta like give them. you some i gotta give you some recommendations then from uh devolver i've i have almost all their games like i've yeah. played them for years yeah. Somebody at Bethesda is like, write that down, write that down. <laughs> Khajiit shit. Oh, the other moon sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure what about I've, you, I've, Bobby? Uh, I'm sure I've said this before, but I, I play just about anything that Ace Team puts out. So a lot of people know their game, Rock of Ages. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. I'm- I, for yeah. some reason, the movie popped into my head because my, my COVID brain is all weird. But uh, yeah, they, every game that they put out is just very different from from the last. You know, they do some sequels. There's a few Rock of Ages games, but I'm always, always excited to see what they do different next time. And I just think they make really interesting, unique games that, uh, you know, are not like... I don't really enjoy a lot of the big budget AAA stuff for the most part. And... um I do enjoy. I, I do enjoy these ones. I I hope you get it back into the Eternal sing- Cylinder, man, because I want to hear more about it. Yeah, and you know, I don't really like the uh, exploration, like crafting. I guess crafting survival type games, but um, I do have to get back into that one. I played a lot of it during the beta, and it's always tough to like re-enter a game like that. But I just got to do it and get over the hump. Yeah, and they have a, a new time, game, dude. You're still yeah. at home. Yeah, uh, they have a new game coming out too that I've had my eye on. Clash Artifacts of Chaos coming out February next year. So that looks more my speed. That reminds me a little bit more of the, like the Xeno Clash games. So I'm I'm super excited about that one. Hmm. I, I, I love the Xeno Clash one and two. I thought those were fantastic. A little dated now, but I really enjoyed them. Neil Sprung asks, I'm going to take over, Bobby, because I feel like you're, we're losing you. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be dead any second. Uh, Neil Sprung asked, uh, this topic might have been better suited for days of movies on the DL, but I challenge the casters to name an OST song for a feature film established by an artist that is better than the all-time banger On Our Own uh, by Bobby Brown for Ghostbusters 2. On Our Own? Which song is that? Is that the main theme song? That's what it's called? Is that what it's called? Uh, because the one that I'm thinking of is like, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You call the Ghostbusters and 
I don't know. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah. Okay. It's the, one, the one that plays like during that whole sequence at the end and they get the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And that yeah. was, um, oh God, Ghostbusters 2. So he posted this in, in Discord and then somebody had mentioned uh, Ninja Rap from the Ninja Turtles 2 yeah. movie. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Ninja, but, Ninja, Black Ninja. Yeah. Good shit. But, I don't know, man. Maybe like younger people don't remember this, but uh, we all remember like back in the day when you had a hit movie, it came with a hit song, you know, like uh, Danger Zone and Top Gun. Uh, mm-hmm. They came like prepackaged and, you know, number one in theaters, number one on the charts. Like it was like a whole thing. So uh, <laughs> I got one. Now soundtrack. Well, go ahead. Transgenerational. And it's what I sang for karaoke. Um, <laughs> on Saturday night, uh, "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Dude, yep. so good because he's rapping so about. Yeah, yeah, I think that might yeah. be the winner. That's right? the fucking winner by yeah. by a landslide. Yeah, Eminem's so. "Lose Yourself" for yeah. sure. He's exactly explaining what's on screen because that's what I was gonna say. Like, wh- which one of these songs is really going with the movie? And he's saying he even uses the character's name. Oh, there goes Rabbit. Yeah. It's it's him, and then additionally too, like that's just a song that has stood up in time, man. Like yeah. I was doing karaoke, and everybody there was Gen Z, and I was like, yeah, I'm not about to start singing some Nancy Sinatra. These fucking people don't know who the hell that is, and I'm like, yeah. oh, Eminem. Everybody fucking knows who Eminem is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and lose yourself so iconic, especially for the movie Eight Mile. Yeah, it was great. Days, can you? Not that I'm asking you to do it, but do you know all the lyrics? Is that why you were able to do the song? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, are hold that kid- one for another Dude, night. are you kidding me? Like, every for two years when I drove to work, I drove past his old hood and house. Like, yeah, like Eminem's, like, on, on 8 Mile Dresden and then, like, Novara, he had houses. He had a house in Dresden, and that one's still standing, but the house on Novara, like, was completely leveled and demolished because it was just a blight. It's a shitty fucking neighborhood. Um but yeah, man, that 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 dude's like the OG from the fucking hometown Detroit. Like, yeah, it could definitely fucking thing lose yeah. yourself. We should do My, karaoke for DLG Con. Hell yeah! I uh, <clears throat> as far as as far as like songs that you can sing like with no like music or anything, and like you can you just know all the words to it. For me, it's "Trapped in the Closet" by R. Kelly. I oh, know the whole fucking song. Well, he like, kind of talks the whole thing, right? Or it's yeah, almost, yeah, it's like a story. A, yeah, and, and and there's like a bunch of parts where he does sing, but like Leslie's like, there's been you know when you date people, they're like, "What's your karaoke song?" I'm like, "Trapped in the Closet," hundred percent. <laughs> and she's like, "What?" <laughs> like, and I'm like, "Yeah, man." And like, I've only ever sang it in karaoke once, and it was a banger. Like everybody was going nuts. But I swear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for DLG con, dude, let's do it. That's gonna I'll be such it. a great troll. Someone's gonna bring a karaoke machine. True. All right. Uh, what else we got? Um, I guess Jess Wilcornius. A quick question for Nick. I've been playing Gran Turismo Seven. I enjoy the racing and car physics are the best. What do you think about the presentation? The whole car cafe thing is very odd. And is this the cheapest full price game ever made? I poured hours. Uh, it's racing and barely can afford by Acura Integra 95, which I love. Uh, but point being, Forza throws cars at you and Gran Turismo gives you a low-cost hatchback and says, shut up, play it, and love it. 
Um, as presentation goes and the cafe, I think I've talked about this a little bit. I think it's the oddest way to put a story mode in a game that is intended to be a collect a collecting game, right? Because the whole point of Gran Turismo is not to have the fastest car. You can have the fastest car. You can have the fastest times. But there are other things that you need to do to be able to get every car in the game or every, like, rare car in the game. Um, as far as like the money thing goes and like needing things, I would say in every Gran Turismo game, I do the same thing and I get all my licenses as fast as possible because the game will give you cars that you can use in races. So like the car I always buy is a Mitsubishi Lancer 2000, 2007. And if not, it's like a 2014, but the game I can't use that in a four forward wheel drive race, and so the game if you do like a bunch of the driver's licenses, and if you get you need to get gold on all the driver's license tests, and they'll give you really good cars to use in like a forward forward wheel drive race. So you're saying you're saying like um, if you're able to drive the car, you're more likely to get that as a prize. Yes. So th- this game's really different because the way it works is that there's a cafe and the cafe presents a story mode. And technically it's kind of like a Wikipedia page, right? It's like, ah, this is the, the Ford Mustang, you know, it's been being made since like 19, whatever. And, and it's had this many iterations and these are the special versions of it. Go race these three races with a Mustang or with an American car. And like you get three cars for doing all three races on that little segment for Mustangs. And so you can get the cars you need in the game just by playing it. I just think the the best thing to do is just to get all of your licenses and make sure you get gold because instead of just getting one car, you get two. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a fun, it's a fun game. It's definitely a way to kill time. Like if you love driving games, I think it's better than Forza. And I ended up actually playing Forza. Um, like you said, the game just gives you cars. Like you, and this and in Gran Turismo, <clears throat> it'll give you a car and it'll give you a supercar, but you won't need to use it in forever. So it's uh it's definitely interesting. All right, I think that is a show, guys. Um we talked about a whole lot of shit. Um uh, so what are we playing next week? Um I think I'll be playing I'm gonna finish um Final Fantasy in the next two nights. Um the one thing I absolutely have to play is um, uh, I want to beat Half Like Alex because if I don't if I don't play VR right now I'm not going to be able to because in my everyday life I can't play VR it's just too much shit but if I'm going to do it it's going to be right now so um, Alex is going to be that's my one goal for for this week uh, I'm taking ten days off so um, and then. Um, um i was gifted a game what's it called uh hey gorgon tactics or what's it called um gordian quest gordian quest yeah i'll be picking that up and trying it out and what about you guys uh dinkum yeah it's lizzie to play dinkum i'm gonna get some of my D players and play dinkum as well we're gonna dink everybody we're gonna get all the dinks we're gonna dink your mom we're gonna dink your family we're gonna dink you up yep getting Dink down with the dinkum. Yeah. 
I I might be checking that out as well. I want to play definitely some more VR. I'm going to be definitely playing some more Beat Saber. You're hearing it first. JP Diddy, I'm fucking coming for you, dude. I'm going to beat you at expert on Beat Saber or whatever level you're playing at. I'm a I'm a beat it. All right. <laughs> uh, he's it's so funny to watch him, dude, because he's like a thick dude and he's just moving so fast, dude. It's like a lightning meatball. It's crazy. <laughs> It's Yo, that's his ring entrance name. We have JP Diddy, the lightning meatball. Dude, was that out of your back pocket, a lightning meatball? That That's fucking iconic. That's good. I don't carry that in my back pocket. That's off the dome, baby. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's pretty yeah. great. But yeah, I'll be mostly playing VR. Uh, it, Cybrid, Beat Saber, anything else that I feel like exploring. And probably some more of the drum game. That was fun. I just, yeah, I want more songs. <laughs> So is Dinkum uh, Game of the Weeks? Is that something we want to do? Yeah, let's Ooh. do Dinkum Game of the Weeks. Yeah. I'm yeah. super I'm down for that. 100% not going to play it, but I will listen to you guys <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> you son of a well, bitch. We, we should make a DLG island, dude. Sure, Bobby's mm-hmm. in, it sounds like, or it looked like. He was nodding his head as if he might. Dude, this or Hearthstone, dude. Like, I mean, I've yeah. always wanted to play Animal Crossing, but... I don't know. Oh when it was God. better explained to me, people, it, it, it did sound something. It didn't sound like something I'd want to play. We so got I don't him. Know. We got him, dude. We, we got it's He's in. It's a dinkum week. He's getting dinked. See how it goes. He's getting dinked. Get dinked. My, my plan this week was, I'd mentioned this many weeks ago, but I wanted to get back into Smite. I wanted us all to jump in and have a little Smite reunion. Um, I installed the game uh, recently and I loaded it up and I was just overwhelmed by the main menu page. Like it was just, it, everything is just so different from what I remember. And it's so confusing and bright. And there's just so many things and icons. I'm just like, what is all this stuff? It's crazy. Uh, all the gods look different. Uh, Smite is a game we played a lot back in the day, a whole lot. And um yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I could jump back into it. It looks completely different from what I remember. So, I, I don't know. Maybe We'll see if that happens. I, uh, so, I'm I'm going to say Smite, but we'll see. Don't hold me to it. Sounds good. Uh, Sniper, what are you playing these days? Uh, I've been really going back and forth. I, I would like to make... I would like to do so much stuff that that I never actually do. But a uh, YouTube series on different city builders. Um, right now I'm playing Airborne Kingdom. That's the one where you have to uh, balance the weight of your uh, Airborne Kingdom as you expand it um, and harvest resources off the ground. Um, but a lot of these like casual story city builders all have a really neat hook uh, that make the city building experience interesting so i just yeah mess around on some more unique city builders and they're usually pretty cheap like 15 or 20 bucks so we'll, we'll see yeah city builders with a storyline and some like a campaign that you could actually finish yeah and th- that are small that's good yeah it's a good thing otherwise it's like uh sim city's just like here's a here's a sandbox oh yeah and yeah you can't really win it's my 300th hour of city skylines and i'm <laughs> still not bored of it but yeah <laughs> all right now speaking for chris uh nick amanda sick bobby and myself um you know less than healthy titties unfortunately but they'll come around they'll be rosy next week all right guys we're, we're emilio's titties hey i don't have titties bye <laughs> <laughs>